Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stand by in five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Sierra Starks. And I'm Carolyn Hall. That lovely voice you heard leading us into this show was Sakina Bowser. She is a producer at 10 News in Tampa, Florida. Coming up on this episode, we're talking contracts. The good, the bad, the ugly. Why you shouldn't be afraid to negotiate. And a win for the MPPA after Sinclair abruptly pulls a $25,000 pledge. Hey, Carolyn. Hey, Sierra. It's been a long time, girl. (laughs) It's been a very long time. So can we we just let everybody know that it's your fault? (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. (laughs) And I accept full responsibility with that. Um, for the last uh, couple of months, in particular, the first four months of the year, I was in election craziness, um, working many, 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 many long hours and going to school at the same time. So I apologize for our hiatus, um, but we are back. So Sierra, what, what's new with you? <laughs> Where have you been the last couple of months? What are you know, doing? Right? What am I doing? Honestly, just working hard um, between, I guess, last show and now um i had a couple special projects still doing the wife life thing um we are anxiously waiting to see what our next move will be preston got promoted Ooh, that's excellent i know so exciting things over on this front awesome congratulations to him so I'm, i'm curious to hear a little bit about your projects real quick like are they what are they? Oh, so I was actually able to um, do a really special project for the um, 50th anniversary of the assassination of Dr. King. Um, so I was able to talk to some um, people who were here during his time on the central coast of California and remembered him coming here and speaking and marching um, for civil rights here. So it was just really uh, impactful, honestly, to my life, and especially knowing the history here, because there used to be a military base here, um, Fort Ord. And honestly, um, Preston's father was stationed here at Fort Ord. So I don't know, it was just a ton of history here. And it was really um, just impactful for me to be able to do that project. So I really appreciate it. Um, my boss um, asking me to be a part of that project and spearhead that project and having full faith in me. So, Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so yeah. glad to hear that. It sounds like <laughs> it was really, really meaningful to you. Oh, absolutely. 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 And I met some really wonderful ladies who at however old they are, they wouldn't tell me how old they are. They're like, if you know, if we, you don't... <laughs> When I asked, the responses were hilarious anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyway, just to be in their presence of all that wisdom um, and just hear them tell their stories. And honestly, we just let the cameras roll and just let them talk. And um, I came away from those conversations um, just just um, just feeling so inspired. And, and um, I, I don't know. I just I will. I I don't I just feel really special honestly I know even though I'm like just talking about it now I'm like feeling like I'm back in the room with them and it feels really good. That's definitely coming through in your voice. Yeah. Okay, so as many of you are aware, Sinclair Broadcast Group, which owns almost 200 stations in the country, recently put out an on-air promo where its on-air talent were asked to read the same copy. It warned viewers about false news or fake news or unsubstantiated stories, whatever you want to call it, on competing media outlets. So there was a site that basically put together a mashup of those videos from the Sinclair station, so you saw dozens of anchors reading the same scripted copy. It went viral and came under some pretty harsh criticism. And one of those groups was MPPA. Carolyn? I know it's been talked about before on this podcast, but just in case you're tuning in for the first time, we want to be completely open and transparent that I am the vice president of the National Press Photographers Association. The MPPA Board of Directors crafted a statement, um, which I'll read in part here just real briefly. Recently, Sinclair Broadcast Group has drawn attention and scrutiny for editorial opinions and public comments in which a wide swath of the journalism industry has been accused of extreme bias. The National Press Photographers Association represents thousands of visual journalists who work in print, broadcast, and online media alike. At our very foundation is our code of ethics. Communicating and reflecting truth in our reporting and and stories is a common value that transcends the medium in which we choose to communicate. End quote. Um, and also in this statement, we were very open about the um, the fact that we have received funding from Sinclair in the past. Um, and at the time of this writing, we knew that um, Sinclair had pledged twenty five thousand dollars to our to our legal advocacy fund, um, which basically funds you know First Amendment support, um, drone legislation, you know all those advocacy efforts for all journalism all of the journalism industry. And within 24 hours of us putting out this statement, Sinclair did indeed rescind their $25,000 pledge to us. Um, what happened next was we started a social media campaign encouraging those who care about First Amendment rights and um, journalist rights and the advocacy work that our team does and focuses on um, to donate um, however much they could afford, to the MPPA Legal Defense Fund. Um, And that is funneled through um, the National Press Photographers Foundation, which is a 501c3. Um, And so I'm very happy to say that we ended up reaching that goal on May 4th. Um, And we're just incredibly thankful to all who participated, all who helped share the word and who donated some of their hard-earned money um, to help us make up that $25,000 loss that Sinclair took away. So thank you. Yeah, it was super, super fantastic to just see everybody coming together to support us. Um, So we're very thankful and grateful for that. But this definitely brings up... um, 
uh, a discussion point for us to talk about because something else came out from Sinclair um, shortly thereafter, or right around the same time, Sierra, and that was about um, reporters and contracts with Sinclair. It does, yeah. So uh, I guess the meat of what we're going to talk about in the the podcast today is um, just contracts in general, but... Um, there was sort of, I mean, I don't want to call it a reporter win when it comes to contracts, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because sometimes, no, honestly, sometimes the odds are stacked against you when it comes to contracts and and folks who have dealt with them definitely know um, what I'm talking about. But um, so I guess the headline of what I'm reading from the mypalmbeachpost.com is Sinclair drops breach of contract lawsuit against former WPEC reporter. So, um, I guess uh, this former uh, reporter Lauren Hills um, left her job at West Palm Be- at West Palm Beach Station before her contract was up, and usually, when you do that, you end up paying, <laughs> and um, that's what the quarrel over. The contract was for so she was going to have to pay um, $17,500 when her contract was a $46,000 contract a year which does not actually make much sense when you think about the logistics of it but apparently um, Sinclair dropped the suit is um, uh, what I'm reading from this story and um, from Newsweek so that made uh, headlines recently, and um, it really got me thinking about um, doing a show on contracts because it's not something we talk about honestly much, um, Carolyn. No, and and so while you were just talking, Sierra, Sierra, I just looked up the market size of West Palm Beach. That's market size. Mm-hmm. 37 and she's only wow. <laughs> yeah that's um the 2017-2018 DMA ranks and for her to only be making 46,000 in market 30s you know I'm just mm. <laughs> that's well, a, that's no, an aside a, sorry but no but which is a testament that it net, net market size doesn't necessarily matter um yeah when you're talking about like how much you quote unquote should be making um I I can say that I know folks who are in smaller markets making more than that. So, but yes, an aside. Um, so I think, um, I think Carolyn, it'd be good if you share your experience maybe with, um, contracts first and then I can jump in. Yeah. Um, well, since I was mostly behind the scenes, I have very little contract negotiation or contract experience. But the one time that I did, um, it was essentially a non-compete and it was um, not favorable um, to me. (laughs) And so I had heard about, at the time, a friend of mine who also works in the TV news business um, said that he used a contract lawyer who actually is from the TV news industry. Um, And so I ended up um, going with that contract lawyer since he knows TV news very, very well. Um, he is a lawyer. He represents um, journalists of all kinds across the country um, with negotiating contracts and providing advice and feedback on contracts. And so I ended up um, getting in touch with him and he read the contract and he was absolutely floored. <laughs> like He's like, what? 
is this? Um, especially for someone who's behind the scenes. And so he gave me some really good advice as far as like, you gotta work this out, work this out, work this out. This is ridiculous. Um, and, and so it really was a benefit where, you know, I didn't have to go through an agent. I mean, it, I wouldn't need an agent anyways, but, you know, for just a, a couple of hundred dollars, I was able to have that as um, a, a resource for me to, to utilize. And that was really, I'm really, really thankful for that. Yeah. And I, and I guess for um, people who maybe don't know, a, a non-compete is sometimes... Um, to prevent you from working for the competing station in the market. And sometimes they can hold for a number of years, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you can get out of the market or you can get out of the station that you're in and then not be able to work in your market for like two, three, four, five years, depending on how many years are on that non-compete. Yeah. And, and so mine was for one year and because, um, it, I mean, it was really ridiculous. It, essentially, the way that the initial part of the contract was written was I couldn't basically work for any news organization or any TV station in the state for a year. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we got things tweaked out in my, in my benefit. <laughs> but what about you, Sierra? Um, let's see. So I, I, I want to preface uh, what I'm about to say with a little-known fact um, that some people tend to forget, and that's uh, advice is free, right? And and that said, I don't sugarcoat much. I've never felt the need to because I would value that same courtesy. So I'm telling you advice is free because what I'm about to share is my experience with contracts. Um, I catch a lot of flack because... My experience in this business has not been the norm, and I don't want to make it the norm. I am not here to just take what this business throws at me because I believe that's BS. So um, that said, what I knew about contracts was um, nothing. (laughs) Like just starting out. (laughs) No blueprint. Right. (laughs) Just starting out. Um, I was told in grad school when I decided that I wanted to make the switch from women's magazines to broadcast, you make a terrible first reel, you shop it out to really small news markets, somebody will pick you up, you'll MMJ for two, three years, however long your contract is, Um, the news station will own you for however long your contract is, I kept hearing that word, right, like contract, they'll own you, (laughs) and then, and honestly, but though, I believe those sentiments still resonate strongly today when it comes to contracts. Um, So I sort of took uh, that advice, right? Like I said, advice is free. Um, And I took it blindly. And it led me to offers that were minimum wage. um, And I had two degrees, mind you. And I really wanted to um, start a 401k and invest in my future and make a life for myself with two degrees, mind you, and um, it just was not panning out, Carolyn. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but re- like, remember back then, um, I also had a lot of digital experience because, like I said, I came from like a women's magazines background. So I decided that I wanted to like sort of craft this hybrid position. I wanted to do half digital, half. Um, 
broadcast. Um, so I, I pitched that idea around to, to TV news. <laughs> and, um, and so I thought it would be more beneficial, especially when I ran into a news mark, like, um, a news station that said that their online people were getting paid more than their MMJs. And, um, and so my first, uh, contract that I was offered was a digital position. And I remember it was two years, but it was like starting out at 40 K and that was way more than I was getting offered for any MMJ position guys. <laughs> so was... for doing the work of one person. Right. Exactly. So I was, I was, I saw potential there. But then I knew that I did, I did not want to get locked into a contract. So do you see how my wheel started turning at this point? Um, and so I, I kind of kept shopping around for offers. And I found um, KTVA in Anchorage, who uh, basically said, uh, we'll let you do whatever you want to do, <laughs> which which <laughs> news stations don't say. So honestly, like, don't like take that at face value. Um, but they believed in my vision and the vision that I had for the position that I wanted. And they would did not have me sign a contract. And I said, OK, and I moved to Alaska. So that's my contract experience there. So my first time I feel like negotiating a contract was my non-compete that I signed in Alaska. And I, as you know, am committed to K- was committed to KTVA. I bled blood for KTVA. So I was not going to work anywhere else. <laughs> I wasn't going to work for anywhere else. So I totally was fine signing a non-compete. Um... But then moving here um, to California was probably my first, outside of all of the BS contracts that I was offered when I was first um, deciding whether I was going to get into the broadcast industry and turned down all of those contracts and looked over them and decided that that was not for me. I have turned down contracts, mind you. Um, This contract that I'm under now was my first, like, contract negotiation. Let's sit down at the table um, let's work something out to see if I'm a good fit for you, if you're a good fit for me, because I am currently now under contract. This is my first, like, real deal. I've signed a contract. <gasps> a station with my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. So, I said that to say, so I can't, I mean, I can't really talk about the contract that I'm under now because that's how it works. I don't think my employer would be too fond of listening to this podcast and hearing that. So, um, but I will say, so my, my takeaways are, um, one, like, don't be afraid to negotiate, right? I firmly believe in fighting for what you want and getting what you want out of the deal. There were, there are some things that I was not, I am not willing to compromise on, right? And so that said, my second thing is is not being afraid to hire an outside party. I don't think it always has to be an agent, especially if that person is going to take 10% of my salary. And we have already heard how I feel about my 401k, guys. So we know how I stand on that. I firmly believe in hiring a contract lawyer and spending that money up front, especially if you want to get what you want and and, you know real quick i firmly believe in you in that and i agree with you and i want to make sure that 
people know that they don't necessarily need an agent to get them a job either. Like there are other other avenues in order to get a job. So, I mean, I know that, you know, every case is case by case, but right. um, yeah. That's no. why, that's why I preface this with yeah. advice is free. Yeah. Gosh, that's so much money to be given to an agent every paycheck. Hell no. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Says Carolyn. No, that's gives the- her. Who gives her own free advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it G-rated this time, too. <laughs> yeah. Sierra, closing thoughts. Um, I really hope that women who are listening to this podcast have a good understanding of what their worth is and what their value is. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com because I think that's a fantastic way to arm yourself when going to the negotiation table. Um, Don't be timid, be strong, you know, and just don't be afraid to ask. The worst thing that will happen is that they'll say no. And you know what? It's like (laughs) in that, in the event that it does, it's just fine. The moment's done and over with, and you move on with your negotiation work. Um, We are going to have a bunch of resources on our website, um, womenondeadline.com, that are additional avenues for you to research and kind of figure out what works well for you. There is this one book in particular, which thanks to, yay, producer Jess, she brought this to our attention a couple years ago now. It's called Feminist Fight Club, and it has an excellent handbook uh, resource for how to negotiate um, inside of it. So we'll have that link and a couple of others there for resources um, for women to kind of look into and see, you know, what works best for them when negotiating a contract. Sierra, what are your closing thoughts? Uh, my closing thoughts are when you're coming to the negotiating table, um, imagine how many times the other party has done this, Right. And so imagine how prepared they feel coming to that table, right? So you need to arm yourself with what you, with the confidence to do this, right? So whether it be you want more time or less time out of the deal, you want your contract time lowered because of whatever, you know, the reason is you don't think you'll be able to fulfill that time or you want more money out of the deal, that'd be sweeter for all of us, wouldn't it? Or you, (laughs) or... I don't know, you want more benefits out of the deal, whatever that is, just think of, you know, how, how many times the person on the other side has, has done this. And then think about what you bring to the table. Uh, You are worthy. Like, don't, don't let, first of all, don't let a no make you feel that you aren't and know that you are. 
um, the worst that they can say is no. And then if you don't feel equipped to negotiate any of the terms, that's why I suggest bringing an outside party. And honestly, I feel like they'll know you mean business if you have a contract lawyer. You know, just just imagine, you know, just being like, oh, okay, thanks. Thanks uh, for, you know, this contract. Um, I'll have my contract lawyer look it over, period, in that in that email. And just imagine just how much better, like what a sigh of relief you'll feel. And then that lets them know that you didn't come to play when it came to this contract. Yeah. And, you know, I'd also add in, um, take the emotion out of it um, if you're negotiating. Oh, my gosh, yes. Girl, it's a contract. Girl, it is a con- it's a piece of paper, a binding law agreement. Jesus. <laughs> that is correct, Sierra. <laughs> Love it. And you don't and you don't want to end up in anything that you'll be unhappy with at the end of the day. Like think of how much You'll hate your life if you sign your life away to something that you don't want to. That's right. Believe in, believe in yourself. Step number one, believe in yourself. So all my friends are getting back in TV news. That includes Jess. Hey, Jess. Hey, Sierra. (laughs) You're coming back. I am. I am coming back to TV news. It's in a bit of a roundabout way. Um, I'm still working with the food magazine that I work for as their senior digital content editor, but we have come up with a partnership with a local TV station, KTVA, where we all used to work together and it was wonderful, magical times when we were all there together. Um, yeah, so I'm coming back to TV News through that partnership to do a morning show segment. So the project is um, Harvesting Alaska, which is a project that Carolyn and I helped co-create with Gina Romero, who is now the assistant news director at KTVA. Um, they are going into their third season this year, and we are... Um, Edible Alaska is working with them on the stories that they're telling this season and going in depth. I think it's really, um, I'm super excited because we're we're really digging deeper into the issues and what Edible Alaska is bringing to the table is really that background knowledge of you know the food scene that and um, the context that we've made over the past two years that we've been around and. What we're doing in these morning show segments is really creating this way that uh, normal people can take these stories that they see on TV on Sunday nights and early Monday mornings, hit the 9 a.m. show, and we're going to teach you how to take those stories into your own kitchen and make these changes in your own life to be more um, self-sufficient and sustainable in the way that you eat in Alaska. I can't wait to tune in and watch. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Especially because the food systems in Alaska are so complex that um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the insight that you offer. And I'm I'm nervous and excited. I've not been on um, this side of the camera. I mean, I've definitely, like with Carolyn, you know, I was, um, I've been on the other side of the camera and, and I've 
produced videos and I've been on the web multimedia side and so this will be this will be different. I'm sure I'll text you frantically Sierra and be like, "Oh my god, what do I do with my my highlighter under my eyes? How do I make my eyebrows not look crazy?" <laughs> and I'll be there every step of the way, my dear. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Carolyn Hall. And I'm Sierra Starks. Our producer extraordinaire is Jessica Stugelmeyer. And we want to thank Sakina Bowser at 10 News in Tampa for crowning us in and out of this episode. Until next time, be great, Sierra. Be great, girl. Out in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Nice job, ladies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.